Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. All right. Oh, baby. We're back. Took a week off for Happy New Year. But we are here now. Thanks for joining us here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN 101.5 FM 720 AM Talk of Las Vegas. The best in pro wrestling news, entertainment, shenanigans, hijinks, etc. Tom Foolery. Don't forget Tom oh, Foolery. Oh, I can't forget Tom Foolery. He's very important. I've always enjoyed Tom Foolery. He's a good dude. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He gets a little too drunk at the parties, though. So I've heard. Yeah. The, when he takes the tequila off the shelf, it's bad. But anyway, I'm Mark Oak, Andrew Fishfain, sitting me. in the booth there. What's going on, Fishy Poo? Happy 2023, my friend. Really? In, in the uh, wrestling uh, industry, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Good Lord. I thought we were going to have a fun show today. Oh, not we that, will. Not that we won't have a fun show, but yikes. Yeah, pretty much. Crazy stuff happening. Speaking, you know, involving chairman of the board and speaking of chairman of the board. We bring in, of course, from future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas. Make sure you go to fswvegas.com to check out everything happening with future stars of wrestling. The Academy, the cards, all the fun stuff. Joe DeFalco. Joe, what's up, big man? I'll tell you, I think more more stuff happened in the last three weeks that I haven't been there than the entire year. <laughs> I was just going to say we missed you. Yeah, well, busy man. It's all good. And the holidays. That happens. But, Joe, we are very happy to have you along for the ride again. And, oh, my God. You know, I, I thought we were going to get to do a lot of Royal Rumble talk and, you know, some fun stuff going on in AEW. We don't know much about the Royal Rumble yet. Uh, well, I think that is well, on they, pause. They got plenty of time. They got plenty of time to worry about the Royal Rumble. It's yeah. at least, what, seven, eight weeks away? okay (laughs) well if you didn't hear the news what news the boss man is back oh baby oh my lord of course vince mcmahon had stepped away from world wrestling entertainment due to various scandals involving settlement payments that apparently came out of company funds to women that he harassed. He pulled it to Sean Watson. Yes, did. And, of course, Vince had stepped away for a while. And everything seemed like it was now happy in WWE paradise. The team was happy. The employees were happy. The performers were happy. Everyone was just in this gleeful state of bliss. Now that Vince McMahon had stepped away. <laughs> Everybody seemed to have forgotten a couple of things. Number one, Vince has, you know, 80% of the stock and controlling or 80% of the voting interest in WWE and is the uh, controlling member of the stock. So apparently here's what happened. Power play. 
And this was, and kids, here's a lesson for you. <laughs> if you're ever running a large company on how to keep things under control. So apparently two weeks ago, Vince McMahon sent a letter to the board of directors of World Wrestling Entertainment saying he would like to come back. He wants to be involved in. I sent that same letter. I, I didn't get accepted. Yeah, that, either. That, that one's not going to work for you. Fish. <laughs> he sent a letter to the board saying, you know, I want to be in. I would I want to handle all the uh, being on the media sales and a possible sale of the company. The board, in their infinite wisdom, which honestly we'll we'll talk about whether it was would have been a good idea or not, said, "Yeah, we're okay, thanks. Just enjoy. We got it, Vince. Go ahead, just you know, go surf. You know, do some do some dances like you used to in the eighties. Take it easy, man. We got it." Vince McMahon. <laughs> Said, uh, no, I don't think so. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> so Vince, of course, having 80% of the voting power in WWE, reinstalled himself as executive chairman of the board and brought in two more board members, ousting two of them. Of course, the ones that were mostly heading up the investigation side of things what against a, what him. A what a shock. <laughs> And Vince McMahon is back as the executive chairman of the board of WWE. Now, do you think when he got rid of those two members of the board, he went, you're fired? <laughs> Probably not. Really? I, no. I, I heard Vince was uh, binge-watching Succession, and that's what happened. You <laughs> <laughs> might, might have been watching Dallas or something like that. You know, just, it's, got, just, it's very much got a soap opera feel. Wow. So Vince's Vince, of course, would have had to have approved any sale and any issues with media rights because the, the contracts for uh, you know Fox and USA and so on are going to be coming up. But they're they're not due up for a while in 2024, so there's still plenty of time on that. But when Vince made this move and mentioned that I want to be there for a possible sale. The stock price jumped about 20%. Went for around $60 to 70-ish. Just like that. So, uh-uh. Yeah, so, of course, I have a feeling that if he hadn't have said that, the opposite would have happened, and everybody would have been, you've got to be kidding me. So Vince has also stated in writing that he does not want to be involved in the day-to-day. Everybody's happy. We're all good. Stephanie's doing her thing. Nick Khan's doing his thing. Paul Avec, of course, Triple H is doing his thing. I'm not touching it. Yeah. Uh huh. All I want to do is be there for these negotiations. How many of the Triple H rehires are going to be re-released? <sighs> we'll we'll discuss that <laughs> shortly. But. At this point, Vince McMahon is now once again the chair, executive chairman of the board in WWE. So, guys, I guess I'll throw this out to you first. I'll, I'll go to Joe because, you know, of course, Joe's running his business too. Made, and, uh, you know, it was interesting probably for you to see this, Joe. What did you think of what happened with Vince McMahon and what does it mean to WWE? 
I'll be honest with you. I got no idea. It's like I have no clue if he's telling the truth, if that's what he is looking to do. Uh, you know, I, I kind of see it similar to like the UFC. It's like they sold the UFC, but Dana White stayed in, you know, stayed in charge. And I could see that Vince making as much money, releasing a lot of the stock, selling the company per se, but still having Triple H and Stephanie and, and, and the whole crew there. And for UFC, nothing did change. And maybe maybe it's wishful thinking, but I'm looking at the UFC as the template to what WWE is looking to do, to whether it's an Amazon or ESPN or somebody comes in and lets them do their thing, but they just have controlling power of it. Fish, what are your thoughts? You, you are, you're a WWE apologist. Vinnie Mac has a history of being full of hooey. And that'll go back to when he promised his father that he wasn't going to close down the territories or take over anywhere. He, was, he just wanted the company. And we saw what that led to. So I don't know if I believe him when he says that he's going to leave the day-to-day alone. I don't think he can. And I... I think that will bring morale if it, 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 more than anything else. It will bring morale down in the company because I think right now morale's at an all-time high because they finally have something to compare the Vinnie Mac era to, and it's a much better workplace environment right now. But business-wise, you can't deny what Vinnie Mac has done. So, just from a purely business standpoint, it's probably a brilliant move. And to your point about morale and so on, there was an all-hands-on-deck meeting for the employees of WWE on Friday. Why weren't we invited? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Andrew Fish Vane, everybody. Basically saying nothing's changing. He's just on the the board of directors for the stocks and so on. Austin Theory gets his money in the bank briefcase back. (laughs) nothing Nothing is switching around. It's all right. I mean, it, it it sounded like from every report that I heard that they were kind of trying to put a hug on the team over there. They haven't really had a meeting with the talent yet. Well, they're not employees, so they're independent yeah. contractors. Right. So. so they weren't really in on this. But I can only imagine what is going through their minds right now. Now, in well, terms of. Oh, good. I was going to say, I heard Happy Corbin was jumping for joy when he heard <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Austin Theory, too, I'm telling you. Oh, well, on the business side of this, I don't think this is a good idea. I, I think that Vince, because of the baggage that he's bringing, uh, you, and you still have a couple potential lawsuits out there, plus Lord knows if there's anything else, and there was a little bit of hinting going around that there's more to this. Plus the security and exchange commission was looking into WWE because of Vince taking company funds out to pay these settlements. And I would have imagined that they probably had backed off a little bit because of that. Well, now Vince is pulling a power play. You got, you have two sides. This number one, I doubt the SEC is going to be real happy about this. Being you know with him being back involved well, with the company well, you, and and the second and the second part of it is is that if there are more women out there if there are more 
people that are have an axe to grind. This is going to amplify that. Yeah, but you you know you can say a lot of things about Vince McMahon, but the one thing you can't say is he's not an idiot. He knows. I think he knows to a certain extent what he's doing, at least what he wants to be doing. And I gotta believe that he understands the ramifications of what he's done, and he's gotta believe he wouldn't have done this unless he thought he could beat whatever's coming his way. See, but I don't. I. But here's here's my problem. If let's say they're trying to sell WWE or you're trying to renegotiate your TV deals, right? If I'm on the other side, I'm looking at this and saying you're still connected with this company. You're you may be under investigation. You may be getting hit with more lawsuits. That means we're going to be involved in this. That means our name comes into this. And that means the value of the company goes down. You and, the same but he's thing, got, and the same thing on a sale. If I mean, this is you're talking. You know, this isn't going to happen next week. So you're talking the a lot of possibilities opening up that could be damaging to the value of World Wrestling Entertainment. That if Vince had just sat back and and then they said, "Hey, you know, we'll keep you in touch, Vince. Promise. You know, put the phone down in the room on speaker." And let Vince hear what's going on. But, surely, but don't have him publicly involved in the company. Because I think it's going to hurt the value of WWE. Uh, thus hurting his bottom line. Again, surely he again he is smart enough to realize that what's going to happen in the future. He, he does not just work for today. He never has and he never will. Whether you like him, you hate him, you think he's the world's biggest hemorrhoid, whatever. He, he Business-wise... He has done everything that he could have possibly done with this company. He's the guy that's going to get the most money for that company. Absolutely. I think that there's no way he went in this thinking, I'm Teflon, nothing's going to happen. I think he, in his head he has every scenario played out, and when he weighed the pros and the cons, the pros came up, I'm going to make more money for this company in the end, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Can Can I be honest? I think this is more of an ego play. I really do. I, I think I, that he I, I was sitting he, back and he couldn't stand being away from this company that he built and he didn't want to be he wanted to be directly involved in everything and he could not let go of the of those reins to let other people handle this for him, despite what he did. And and I do think that Vince is costing himself money in the long run. I really do. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I was saying that, you know, Vince McMahon, this this is this is his last hurrah, and I think him selling the company is legit. I think that's what they're looking to do. And, you know, if he's going to ride off into the sunset, he's going to want to make that deal. He's going to make so much money, it, it, it's going to be uh, incredible. And I, and I think that he feels, and again, rightfully so, he, he's the guy who started everything, built everything, and he's going to maximize doing you know, what he feels is best and he's in a position and that he can do it. So we, we have already known about his ego from day one and I don't think it's going to affect it at all. I think there's going to be so many people because as a company, it continually makes money. So I don't think him having the, uh, you know, lawsuits against them for a few mil- million dollars is going to matter in the big picture when you're talking, you know, it's like UFC. 
I don't know. I think WWE is worth more than UFC, and UFC sold for, I believe, like $2 billion. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a massive sale. I mean, Vince is going to make money, but, you know, the the question that I would have is, is he maximizing what he's going to make? But certainly, I mean, he's going to he's going to turn some coin on this. There's no doubt about it. But the thing is, is that is he costing himself tens of millions or even more dollars being directly involved just from a public relations standpoint? So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think he's going to do I, – I think it's going to be fine. Well, we will find out in the future. But when we're going to take a break, and when we come back, what does it mean to the people that are in the ring? We have, Vince had his favorites, and if Vince decides to put some more power into this thing, what happens? Stick around, everybody. We're going to be right back with more here on the Mark Oak Show on KDWN 101.5 FM 720 and Best in Pro News and Entertainment. We'll be right back. One zero one five FM K Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. Yeah, that's you. That is me. Well, thanks for letting me talk first, Fish. That's all right. I can't. Whatever. Mark Hoke here. Andrew Fishfane, Joe DeFalco. We are the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment in the Vegas Valley. The country, the planet, the multiverse. You know, Fish, I bet in the multiverse, there's probably some guy out there who's about, some fish is about five foot three, bald, and just even uglier than you. Yeah, they're all uglier than me. Yeah. I'm oh, the good looking oh, one. You're the good looking one. Wow. I feel bad for the Andrew Fish fans in the multiverse. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> of course, Joe DeFalco from Future Stars of Wrestling. And by the way, got to remind everybody, you know, we were talking a little bit about the Royal Rumble uh, while we were on our break. And did you know that you can bet on professional wrestling? You I can bet on who's going to win the Royal Rumble. And by the way, you can bet on just about anything on betonline.ag. Did you know they had posted up the top male and female um, adult performers of the year? Did I win? I don't know who won. I wasn't paying attention to that. But you can literally bet on anything on this site. It is insane. I was even looking over it today. Did you know that you can bet if Kanye, Kanye West is going to announce a presidential run? No, oh, good Lord. That's on I'm the site. Sure, I'm pretty sure Ron Jeremy didn't win. No, I don't. Th- I don't think Ron was up for it. I mean, this this site is insane. You can bet on anything, and all we need you to do, if you, you know, and of course the football games are going on. You want to bet on the, the games this week? Just go to our website, markhokeshow dot com, and there's a big banner there. Click on that, and you put in the code BOL one thousand. You're going to get fifty percent matching bonus up to one thousand dollars, and you can bet on professional wrestling. You can bet on. Rugby, you can bet snooker. on cricket, snooker, anything you want. It's all there. This site is nuts. So once again, it's betonline.ag, but go to markhokeshow.com first. Click on the banner then that says, hey, you know what? We heard about it on the Mark Hoke Show, and you know, we get paid. So we Woo! certainly appreciate it. Yes, we but, do. But hey, it's pretty you think, cool. You think, you think anybody wants to buy my carrying cross is going to win the Royal Rumble uh, bet? 
don't know. I'm I'm looking down here. Now he that is, now that he's in a, in a program with Ray Mysterio, I don't see him winning the Rumble. He is a plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, no, he's he's not winning. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd bet him plus twenty. So yeah. Big E, by the way, is a plus four thousand. Okay, and Big E has a still recovering from a broken uh, neck. Uh, me, How would you like to be below that list? Yikes. Let me guess. The favorite has got to be Cody Rhodes or The Rock. Cody Rhodes is the favorite right now, <laughs> minus 130. Sami Zayn has moved to second, plus 300. Interesting. The Rock is third, plus 400, and then everybody else is in four digits. But, well, actually, it's going to say everybody, because John Cena has worse odds than Big E. <laughs> As does Ricochet. Madcap Moss is also a plus 10,000. But Ricochet, you could bet Ricochet because at least you know he's in the Rumble. Yeah, well, he is in the Rumble. He did qualify, but but it's just, but I think that's interesting right. that there there's active wrestlers that are not as that have worse odds than Big E. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, speaking of the talent of WWE, of course we have to wonder if Vince McMahon is going to be able to keep his fingers out of the pie. Stick his thumb in there and pull out a plum, you know, like an Austin Theory or something along those lines, because obviously Triple H made a lot of changes after Vince left. Some you could say have been pretty good. Some you might say are shaky. Some pretty decent business decisions. You know, you've got that uh, the money in the bank is going to be overseas again, where they're probably going to make a ton of money off of that. At the O2 Arena. Yep. I uh, hear that the, the tickets in the, in the nosebleeds are $300 a piece. Tickets on the floor are 4000 bucks a piece. Wow. But certainly talent that was Vince's favorites, eh, maybe they'll get a little bit of a rub. Maybe all these people that Triple H brought back are probably quaking in their boots. Except for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they got to finish this out. They've got a pitch black match coming up. Tied with Mountain Dew. But, guys, let me ask you this, and I'll, and I'll start with you, Fish. If you're in that locker room right now, how are you feeling? I All joking aside, I think it depends on who I am. I, I think if I'm Bray Wyatt, I'm not overly concerned. If I'm Hit Row, I'm a little worried. Joe, what what do you think? I mean, have you heard anything from any of the talents in WWE? I mean, Karrion Cross was a guy that... You know, Vince let go and and Triple H brought back. You, I know you're close to him. What what are your feelings and the, what are you hearing from the uh, from the ground up? I I have not heard from him from uh, Cross in a bit, so I couldn't give his side. But these guys have signed contracts, so I'm pretty sure that they're a little bit more secure than they were before because. When a guy like Cross and and Wyatt and Strowman and all these guys came in, they got pretty lucrative contracts. So I don't think you could just be like, hey, see you later. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be pretty well taken care of. And again, I don't really see Vince coming in and turning everything upside down. Uh, I I think Triple H is still going to be in charge. I I don't really... I. Maybe I'm naive, but I, I see Vince McMahon coming in to, uh, again, be the white knight, sell WWE for a record number, and then he can ride off into the sunset. And just like Dana White still running UFC, I could still see Stephanie and, and Triple H being the main cog that continue to run the company. I think that a, 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 an indication of what's going to happen will be people like Rob Fee. 
if he gets to stick around, then I think the talent is going to be safe. If those guys, if you see those kinds of people start to get fired, then I think the talent needs to start worrying. And for those that don't who do you say, Rob who? Rob Fee, the, the long-term continuity director of WWE. That Triple H brought in. Yeah. So he's a guy that's trying to make sure that all the storylines over time work and they're, yeah, the continuity is good. So, yeah, and and I I think that if Vince was smart, he'd just stay out of it. There's no reason for him to do it. But I just, boy, I'll tell you, you just can't. I mean, I can't imagine that Vince was just sitting around anyway and not talking to people and not in communication with anybody and was, you know, just hanging out on the golf course or going down to Hooters and, you know, checking out, having some wings and checking out the girls. You know, I mean, I'm sure that he was he at Hooters. Was, he was more than checking out the girls. There's right. probably more lawsuits from him going to Hooters, and that's why he's coming back. Well, we, we didn't hear him get thrown out, so it's all good. But I, you know, I, the thing the thing with Vince is, it's like okay, when first when Triple H came into power with Stephanie, oh, it's not real. Vince is still running it, and then all of a sudden they brought back Cross and Hit Row and all these people. If Vince is the father-in-law of Triple H. If he was really still involved, I'm pretty sure they would have worked out a deal to where Vince would have been like, hey, status quo. But Triple H came in and did his own thing. It's hard for me to believe that all of a sudden now it's going to be like, hey, you need to fire Cross and you need to fire these guys. I just don't see it happening. I think they've evolved, and I think he's Vince is going to be in, in that different situation. Now this is this is going to be very fascinating to see and and one other aspect of all this that came up is AEW and Tony Khan. If you didn't happen to see Tony's little tweet that he put out, he He's mentioned still the that, longest running general manager. No, sorry. That, no, every, but, everybody but, was nice to him yeah, for the he, last twenty four hours. So does that mean everybody wasn't nice to him before? I don't know, but but it was it was an interesting comment that he made. That saying that everybody's all of a sudden being really nice, you know, I wonder what happened. And you did happen to see, you did see a lot of people making comments about, you know, everybody, you know, like CJ Perry, Miro's wife, saying everybody goes back to WWE. And, you know, Miro's sitting out and turning down creative. And, you know, maybe some people get a little that's big. That's the most their, mind boggling thing I heard ever. That, that, yeah, that made no sense to me. But, so but people, he's turning down the opportunity to be on the show. Uh, like, really, he has creative control. Well, and that's and that's why I, I I think a lot of people that are in AEW may need to slow the rolls a little bit, if you know what I mean. That the 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 chant the feeling that because I know you know we talked about this before that now with with Vince being gone, everybody's like, oh man. It, you know, we left WWE, but now we should go back at some point. Now Vince is back, and you don't know what's going on, and that grass doesn't look as green as it did two weeks ago. Would you, Fish, would you agree with that? No, I don't think you can make that comment until you know exactly what part Vince is going to play. Because if Vince is, is being honest and he's not going to have any, any say in the actual day-to-day running of it, then no, I, I think the grass is just as green. Joe, what do you think about that? Well, what I think is that guys that would never, ever, ever, ever come back to WWE from back in the day, Sergeant Slaughter, Hogan, whatever it was, 
they all did come back. So Vince was a guy who, if he thought, would be able to make money from somebody. I'm pretty sure he's looking at Bray Wyatt and like, oh, wow, we let him go when we brought him back, and he's selling so much merchandise. I highly doubt he'd be like, oh, I think we need to get rid of him again. And I just don't think that's going to happen. Vince is all about making money, and he used to bring back people that you were like, no, there's no way Vince McMahon's going to bring this guy back. So if he did it, why would it be any different today? I, I think there's too many worried people. Like in the past, a guy like Miro would leave. Look, look at Drew McIntyre. He was the chosen one. They got rid of him. And then they felt that he, he was in a position that he's going to make him money, and he got pushed to the top of the card, and it turned out to be the right move. And sometimes people do need to step away. Maybe Braun Strowman – uh, it went to his head too much, and he needed to be humbled. So they said, you know what, take your million bucks, you're not going to get it anymore, and, and go work the indies, you know, since you think you're you're above something. And whether he was brought back because Vince McMahon was gone or would have Vince McMahon brought him back anyway eventually, you don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, this, I think there is a wait and see to this, but – my my gut tells me that Vince is going to eventually get back into this. I it, it's just really hard for me to imagine Vince McMahon saying, "Eh, nah, I don't want." I don't want to think. Eighty years it. old, I I just don't see it. Yeah, it, it, this is. I think it's going to be some intriguing drama in WWE over the next six to six to eight months or so. And I and I do think you know I did see some people say, "Well, you know, well." The Rock or John Cena not want to come back because of Vince McMahon, and I'm sitting there saying to myself, "You got to be kidding me!" If if WWE's writing those guys a paycheck, they're gonna they're gonna want to be around WWE. I mean that that to me was incredibly silly. I yeah, mean, oh, abs- absolutely. You'd even see Brock Lesnar more if uh, Vince was back in charge. Probably would. He's on the Royal Rumble poster. Yes, he is. There you go. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be. Shall we say intriguing? To say the very least. To say the least. So. Who, who's talking about AEW right now? Nobody. AE what? <laughs> Funny guys. Exactly. There you go. Although MJF, another killer promo. <laughs> oh, boy. He's been all over the place. But we'll get into AEW in a little bit. But I have one other story in out of WWE that I want to talk about when we get back from the break. And that is the lovely and talented Mandy Rose. Did WWE screw this thing up? God, no. She's a millionaire. What do you mean? (laughs) We'll talk about it when we come back here on the Mark Oak Show on KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. 
So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit uniqueeatslv.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 1015 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right, and we are back on The Mark Hoke Show on KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM, the talk of Las Vegas. I'm Mark Hoke, along with Andrew Fishfane, who's going to be bugging out here in a little bit. And Joe DeFalco from Future Stars of Wrestling. Go to FSWVegas.com. Say hi to the boys over there. Hi. I didn't want to say hi to you. Oh. But it's okay. Sorry. Since you you had to pipe up, it's all good. So I wanted to hit this before we get into a lot of the things that happened in the ring because over the past 10 days, lots going on, a lot of title changes. 14 days, by the way. Crazy stuff. But the... Interesting story that I saw was Mandy Rose. If you didn't know about Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose was, of course, the NXT Women's Champion, did a lot of time up on the main roster. And earlier this month, on December 14th, she was released from WWE after she lost her title due to... I think that was a little backwards. She lost her title because she was going to be released. Because she has a fan time page yes she does and apparently went over the line a little bit on this fan time page yes she did according to her wwe contract and she was released well (laughs) miss mandy rose fan time wrote congratulations to at mandy Sachs for making a million dollars in a month finish 2022 like a champ Here's my question, guys. Did WWE screw up by, instead of suspending her, releasing her, so then she could do what she wanted, capitalize on her time in WWE, and now is probably going to be making a ton of money off this page. And here's where I I have a long-term issue on how WWE handled this. If they just suspended her, she probably would have had to shut down the page or pull it back. And, you know, that would have been it. But now every woman who comes into WWE has got to be thinking, you know, because I think Mandy was in there for seven years. It's got to be thinking, you know what? If, I, if I'm willing to do this, I have a chance to go out, build a name, an international brand through WWE and... Now I can make a million dollars a month like Mandy Rose. Yeah, but not all of them look like Mandy Rose. Not, so but, but you don't but, have so you don't so here, you don't have that opportunity. But but some of them will, and, and even even some of them that may not be as quote unquote attractive, still pulling a half million. Ain't nobody no, ain't nobody paying for Sonya Deville. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised, Fish. But but what I'm saying is is that. Does someone who may have been thinking maybe I want to be in WWE for 10 or 15 years say, you know what, I'm just going to do this for enough that people get to know me, that 
and they, you know, they're downloading me and all of a sudden I'm going to get the heck out and make my money and I'm done at 35 and it's all over and hurting the long-term possibilities with people working for World Wrestling Entertainment or any other wrestling. No, company. because a lot of people in the business, like a Bailey, like uh, a Charlotte Flair, are in the business because they love the business, not because, you know, the, the making the name for themselves and making the money is great, but they're in it because they love the business. Yeah, but and most, but, and most of them will tell you they would do it, and, you know, you hear the old thing, we'd do it in an army in front of 20 people if we had to. But that's not everybody. No. And, but that's and, not but, everybody. Right, and but, the, but have, the ones who aren't in it for the wrestling are the ones you don't care about anyway. They're the ones that if they leave after eight years aren't going to kill the business. The ones who care about wrestling are the ones who you, you don't want to lose, and you won't lose them. Joe, what's your viewpoint on this? You know, you can go either way in that situation. The problem is when you sign a contract, somebody who just walks in the door, it's going to take years to build that brand. So are you going to be like, okay, I'm going to really do this strong for seven years, and then I'm going to leave and make all this money? I, I don't see that happening. I think the issue was you can't say, well, you could have just suspended her. Well, or she would have pulled back because I'm pretty sure she would have pulled back if that's what she wanted to do. I think she chose not to pull back, and that was the reason why they felt that they had to get rid of her. Uh, if for some reason Charlotte Flair did it, she'd make a million dollars too. But would you know somebody who just got signed to NXT and has been on TV four times, if she goes out there, first off, she can't use the name. So you really have to build that brand. There's there's fifty fifty girls in 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 WWE now. How many of them are going to be able? Is Raquel Gonzalez going to go out there and make a million dollars? Probably not. But there's people that are going to do it because they think they can make more money. You know, it's easy to say I do it for the love of the game. You know, I hear that on my end, the love of the game. And the minute they get this offer, if they're able to make a lot more money doing something else, they're going to go do it. Right. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm. I'd be interested to see if there's going to be any long-term ramifications for this that people are going to say, wow, if, if she can do it, I can do it too. So, you know, you, I mean, you have people like you know, Nikita Lyons, certainly, you know, not a, not a big brand in terms of uh, the main roster, but you know, someone like that, yeah, she's probably going to probably make a lot of money if she walked away right now. So you know, even Lacey Evans, who people don't like, if she comes out and does it, I, or I saw some pictures or whatever. Yeah, they're all going to make money. The question is, you know, what's the longevity of it? You know, you could make money for three months, six months, a year. What happens after that when the money dries up? Because now there's a new hot commodity that's coming in. Mandy Rose, she just happened to be right place, right time and, you know, taking advantage of it. You know, if Dewdrop does it, I doubt she's making a million a month. <laughs> well, you know, if you've ever been on Pornhub, you never know. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? I did. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, this, you know, this it's an interesting story. I mean, it, I don't know if you saw, but she, I, and, and I didn't realize how much they were charging. You know, I've, she went from $25 a month to $40 a month, which means to, to pull that million, you know, it, if if that was just the the gross, and she only need about twenty thousand subscribers. I mean, that's nice work if you look can get at that. It. Well, look look at that annoying rapper, B Bad Baby or B Baby or whatever she was. She was on like the 
you know, like a Maury type show and she, Bad Baby, I think it is. There you go. And she did the OnlyFans and she made hundreds of thousands of dollars. So there's a lot of money to be made in there. I know personally tons of wrestlers mm-hmm. that some of them are like, hey, you know, being too explicit is not going to get you signed in WWE if that's what you want. You want to make that short-term money because you're an indie wrestler who's making pretty much no money. And I know a bunch of them, male and female, that do the OnlyFans because that's their way of earning income. You know, it's crazily different in 2022 where it's way more accepted than it was 10 years ago, five years ago. And, but people are willing to risk, you know, one of my top guys, you know, he has an OnlyFans and, you know, I told him, it's like, dude, you know, that's not something that WWE wants to see down the line. Yeah, I, I might know who you're talking about. I'm not sure, but I I, I do know of one top indie guy that uh, does put up that he has an OnlyFans page. It, it's, it is something else, man. I'll tell you, what a what a wild world. But, uh, but you know, the interesting part about Mandy is, too, that I, I didn't know that she has other businesses. She has a... Apparently has a, a donut business in L.A. with Sonya Deville. She's got a, a a skincare line and all this stuff. She is not a dumb woman, and uh, you know she's going to be sitting pretty well for a while because of all this. So, pretty, you know, wasn't that part of the reason Selena Vega got released the first time? Yeah, that she, she wouldn't was, take down some page she had. It was the well, it was her Twitch stream. There you go. She was she was but doing was, that, that was again that was another one making a lot of money. And it became one or the other. And what did they choose? The love of wrestling or the money? Yeah, you're going to make it while you can. That is for sure. So, yeah, but intriguing story there with Mandy Rose. We'll see if uh, she finds her way back to World Wrestling Entertainment again at some point. Uh, by the way, do want to mention everybody while you're driving around out there, if you're hungry, well, I want to head over to Unique Eats. And, uh, you know, great place to grab breakfast, lunch, all sorts of, uh, you know, Smoothies, whatever you need, they've got it. You know, Dominic Tedesco's celebrity chef, best omelets, sandwiches, pastas, international, internationally acclaimed pizzas. I mean, just amazing, amazing food. And if you want to head over there right now, you can just go to Unique Eats on 3100 South Durango Suite 100. You know, very centrally located, pretty easy to get to. And check it out. Go to Unique Eats LV. Com. All right, and we come back. It's going to be Mr. DeFalco and I as we go through what's been going on in the squared circle. That's right. There's actually been some wrestling going on. And, boy, I'll tell you what, a lot of title changes and a lot of question marks that we're going to get into in the second hour of the Mark Hoke Show here on KDWN 101.5 FM 728. We appreciate if you follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show. And, of course, our podcasts at markoshow.podbean.com. And subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. We've got all the shows up there, too, if you like to use YouTube. So that's the Mark Oak Show. Stick around, everybody. We've got more coming up in just a little bit. We will be right back. Want more of the Mark Oak Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. 
And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.